Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the DFS Dreamers here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. As always, I am joined by my co-host here, Pierre. How are you doing, Mr. Wee 31 on Twitter? What's up, Wes? I'm doing great, man. I'm on vacation, enjoying the, the sunshine down here in Florida, a little sand, a little beach. So it's been a good time. Been a good time. Yeah, I, I'm sure it has been, all except... For when Mrs. Peewee, you notice how I work stuff in like that since she gets on, you know, dance around the house every time she beats loaf. Uh, That's I, right. I, I, I'm sure it hasn't been always good because if you told Mrs. Peewee that I beat you and took some of your money on our little head-to-head matchup last week, I'm sure she didn't like that. Oh, she she, she doesn't mind. She likes me losing, too. Um, I did tell her we actually had a, a redraft fantasy championship um, mm-hmm. in a league back home, and it was me versus her. And she had a Kamara and Mike Evans, so I guess I'll give you an idea how that went. So she beat me too. Uh, so it was a loser week for me, and she was she was thrilled for sure. Uh, good for her. That's a that's a great lineup. Whenever anything goes like that your way, you know that's just always fantastic. And you can kind of sit back with your feet up on Sunday. You don't even got to worry about it when those two get you about a hundred points. You know? <laughs> yeah, they combined for eighty. I knew it was over. It was Saturday. It was Saturday. And it was already over for me. I was like, well, six touchdowns here. And- Another two from Evans. It was a wrap on Saturday. Hey, uh, you know, our little DFS lineup that we built last week, too, did really well. I forgot to take Higgins out that was playing for Cleveland that we had uh, talked about. I forgot to take him out of that one. And I, we still placed because he got me a big fat Z. He got us a big fat zero, and we still placed on that one. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a pretty good week again. And I know that kind of just threw that whole Cleveland team in the, the shambles with uh, the COVID-19 tracing that went down and, they had like no receivers and they couldn't run the ball either, but you know, we built a pretty good one. So I'm glad it, I'm glad it did well. Um, you did well. Again, you had a nice pick with Trubisky uh, in our head to head match. Pick number one, he came through for you. Uh, obviously, the, the Kelsey pick that you stole from me uh, also went well. Cooper got there later. It was good times. It was good time. Hey, uh, so let me get this right. We have 15 games on the classic set this week. Yeah, it's it's everyone. Everyone's going this oh week on Sunday. Okay, so that means I'm not playing because that's way too many choices, Pee Wee. <laughs> I, I mean, that's just way too many people. There's there's so many people down at the bottom. I will not be able to get this at all this week. It, is it is it really? It's it seems harder whenever there's a lot of games like that. I mean, there's a lot to choose from, so obviously there'll be some some debates taking place in your mind, uh, just trying to get the the right fit, get the right value. Um, as well as some upside. Um, I think what we're going to try to focus on this week probably going to be those teams that are still in the hunt, uh, still playing, you know, for the playoffs and, and trying to get themselves a berth. Those are really the teams that we're probably going to want to try to play and stack uh, just because we know they're going to be playing their guys and trying to get into, you know, one of those wild card spots. Well, I can understand that. That makes a lot of sense. Me, I'm personally been I've been concentrating on basketball. And usually I limit myself to the uh, what the, I don't know what they even call it, like the night games where there's two of them. Um, yeah, I, that's what I play, and I've been placing every time. I'm building my my bankroll. I think it's what it's called. I've been building my bankroll slowly but surely, and I do well in the basketball. And then when I get to football, it just takes all my money because I I get too smart for my britches. Yeah, I play basketball too. I actually had a really good lineup running last night, and uh, John Morant got hurt, really hurt me. It was only the only non-flame that I had, and I had like a 309, and uh, that was him leaving early with a high ankle sprain. So back at tonight, got a couple things going. Did pretty well in the showdown uh, last night as well. I had Stefan Diggs as my captain spot. I think I was like 80, 
eight points. I think I was eight points out uh, from the top spot in that big showdown contest. Uh, I think the top place won 67000 or something like that. So Ooh. I was eight points off, but I'll, I'll take it. I won like 45 50 bucks, uh, which I'll, I'll take. I'm, I'm happy just to not lose money each night. Hey, one guy who is sitting on top of the quarterback chart. Patrick Mahomes is doing that for us. He is at 8,400. I want to walk this all the way down to 7,400, and I want to play that little game you and I like to play. Will he or won't he meet his three times the value? All right, so let's start down there with Aaron Rodgers first, and we'll work our we'll walk our way back up. Who is at 7,400? Will he meet his three times value against the Chicago Bears? Yes, I think Rodgers will get there. They're they're still playing for that home field advantage in the NFC. Uh, so they'll, they'll be having all their guys out there against the bears in a, a pretty big divisional matchup because the bears, uh, can clinch a playoff spot with a win as well. So I do think Rodgers will play enough and will do enough to get there. Kyler Murray is at 7,500. They're playing the Los Angeles Rams and he doesn't do to, no, I guess nobody does particularly well against the Rams. He had 18 fantasy points last time when he was nursing an injury and he'll be nursing one this Sunday if he plays. Yeah, I'm not sure he's going to play. And even if he does, I just don't like. Uh, the matchup at all. Uh, both teams, you know, it's a big matchup in the NFC as well. Uh, looking for that last, uh, one of the last round card spots also. Um, so I don't like Murray. I don't think he's going to get there. His price tag this week. Josh, Al- Josh Allen at 7,600 against the Miami Dolphins, who are trying to make the playoffs again. <laughs> and, and that Fitzpatrick has got to make the playoffs once in his career, Pee Wee. Well, I'll say I hope that Josh Allen gets there more than anybody. Uh, cause that means he's playing. Because the Colts need help. Uh, we blew that lead to Pittsburgh, and we're currently on the outside looking in. Uh, we have to beat Jacksonville, and we need either the Dolphins, the Browns, the Titans, or the Ravens uh, to lose come Sunday. I think if if Josh Allen plays and Diggs and those guys play, this is probably the best chance uh, for the Colts to make the playoff. Uh, so I'm hoping that he plays. If he doesn't, uh, we'll, we'll probably be in trouble. Uh, from a coach standpoint, but I do feel like if he plays, uh, he can get there. He's having a, a wonderful season, uh, really going under look, I think, a bit because of the whole uh, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes MVP race. But Josh Allen should be right up there, uh, 37 points earlier this year uh, against the Dolphins, who do have a solid defense. But I do like Josh Allen. Uh, I think he'll get there if they if they play him. Uh, this That's week. it. At 7,700, Deshaun Watson, uh, Romeo Cornell said he will play this Sunday. I will, I'm sure that uh, might change as time goes on. we got to pay attention to all these news and notes as we lead up to this last DFS weekend in the regular season. He's at 7,700 against the Tennessee Titans. Will he pay off this weekend? Yeah, he's probably uh, my best, my favorite quarterback on the plate if he does play. Uh, he's starting to, to really come into form here late in the season. Had a big game earlier in the year against the Titans there in Tennessee. Uh, hoping that the J.J. Watt, you know, interview really just gets this whole team uh, jacked up and pumped up to, to close out the season well. Uh, he really spoke to just how the fans have been there for them, and you hear the fans on the street still supporting them, and how it really feels it's just trash and garbage, uh, how some of the guys are playing to, to close out the season. So hopefully that motivates them. Hopefully Watson's uh, healthy and they can take down the Titans uh, for the Colts as well. But I do like Deshaun at 7,700 if he does play this week. I can hear a little hopefulness in your voice, Pierre. Yeah, a lot that. of hope. A lot. <laughs> That's all I have right now when it comes to the Colts is hope. 
That was a tough game to watch Sunday. I am sure Lamar Jackson uh, with Baltimore against Cincinnati at 8,000. Will he be able to pay off three times his value? So can he reach that 24-point mark? Yeah, I think he can get there as well. Uh, 24 should be pretty easy for him. I know the, the Bengals are actually playing better, uh, so they might even keep this game uh, you know, close. Brandon Allen threw for 300-plus you know, in mm-hmm. a couple touchdowns uh, last week also. So keep that in mind. Uh, the Ravens are still playing for something also, so I think he can get there and get that 24 that you need for three times. Yeah, he's been hovering around that, if not above that, several times now to close mm-hmm. out the season, which is really, really good for those people who drafted him, and he was disappointing at the beginning of the year. Patrick Mahomes is sitting there on top of the board, like I said, at 8,400. He's playing against the Chargers this week. Is he going to reach there? No, I don't think he's going to play um, is my main thing. I feel like they're going to go with Chat Henney uh, this week and kind of rest uh, Mahomes and, and Hill and Kelsey and those guys. They've already clinched the the home field throughout for the AFC. Uh, So I expect Chad Haney to be the quarterback here come Sunday. All right. Our next little tier starts at Russell Wilson. He's at 7,300. I'm going to take it all the way down to your guy, Mr. Hopeful, the Phillip Rivers (laughs) at 6,000. This looks like the honey hole of quarterbacks to me. So uh, let's take a moment and draft them. Okay. All right. So we're just going to draft them. You get, since I am a gentleman, I will let you go first. They always say ladies first. So I will let you go first. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now I'll let you go first here since I did win last week. So I'll let you go first this week and you can pick anybody you want and I will go next. And we're going 7,300 or below. Yeah. So, well, to Phillip Rivers, down to Phillip Rivers. Yeah. I'm going to take Ryan Tannehill at 7K. Against the Texans, against Houston, that's against good. Against the Texans. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take Tom Brady against uh, Atlanta this week. He's just been really hot. They, they, I don't know how much they got to play for. I can't keep up with all that stuff, Pee Wee. You know, I'm just, I, I'm just sitting here <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants, man. I've given up on DFS already. I'm not, no, I will, I'll touch some DFS on Sunday, but I'll take Tom Brady. He's just been red hot, and he scored, what, 27, I think, last time against the Atlanta mm-hmm. Falcons. Yeah, he's been good. Uh, Aaron said they're still going to play, so we'll see how that, how that goes. Uh, looking in this range, Roethlisberger's not going to play. Give me Captain Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins. I'll take him over Rivers there, uh, 6,300. Against Detroit, they're not playing for, for much at all, but they are going against that Lions defense. that's just been terrible uh, here to close out the season. He, he's uh, stealing Dalvin Cook, uh, Justin Jefferson, some good weapons. So I would take Cousins here, 6,300, as my second pick. That gives me Wilson at 73, Herbert at 71, or Rivers at 6. And I think, personally, I would take Rivers there at 6,000 with so much on the line. Uh, and, and he's not going to go out uh, handing the ball off a million times. You know, they, that may be the recipe for success there against Jacksonville. And I think that Taylor will be mm-hmm. able to do all those things. But uh, we'll come, you know, Phillip Rivers will get a couple of points. I don't, I don't know when I, I'm just talking myself out of that now. I'm thinking he's going to probably finish around that 15. 16 point mark and i don't uh, herbert uh i don't know <laughs> philip rivers i'll take philip rivers yeah i mean rivers that haven't had too many huge games uh, i see why you kind of got hesitant there at the end uh the coast do prefer to run the ball uh they played a lot better in the first half when they were running the ball uh last week against pittsburgh as well uh, he can definitely get there against jacksonville's uh secondary had a really big week one um when we lost to jacksonville Oh, that's painful to think about. Well, we lost to Jacksonville there in week one, and he put up, you know, 19.8. So he, he played well, threw for 363 yards, only had one touchdown. So 
you can see him kind of duplicate that with an extra touchdown. He would get there. It's just going to be a, a tough spot given the fact that they want to run the ball. Yeah, Wilson or Herbert for your last pick? I would go Herbert. Uh, I know the Seahawks are still playing. Uh, trying to get home field, uh, the Saints and Packers and Seahawks are all right there trying to get that home field advantage. It is the 49ers whose defense has played a little better at the end, so I think I would probably lean him uh, over Herbert, even though Herbert's going to have a, a Chiefs team that they might be able to go up and down the field on top Mahomes. Yeah, Henny, Henny, his his fun watching him play. I just, I'm gonna be honest with you, it's fun to watch Kansas City play at any point. So, all those yeah. guys <laughs> that are in backup roles that are having to take a backseat to Kelsey and and to Hill are, are just really gonna shine. I think on Sunday it's gonna be a fun. I think Kansas City's gonna be full of sleepers on Sunday. That's what I think. Okay. All right. All right. So our in our next tier we got Drew Brees starting at 5900, and then the rest of the field. All right, just that that's it. The rest of the field, Pierre. And uh-huh. do you have your eye on any of these guys down here? I got three of them that I've highlighted, but I want to see if you pick those three. Um, so I like a couple down in the, the low 5K range. One's actually going to be Drew Locke. Um, I, I don't mind him at 5K flat uh, going up against the, the Raiders. Last game of the year, you got to expect him to want to go out and play well in hopes that uh, John Elway doesn't go out and try to draft a, a quarterback if they don't feel like he's the, the main guy there in Denver. Uh, he targeted Jerry Judy quite a bit last week as well, so you could see him kind of forcing the ball uh, to the top weapon. So I like Locke at, at 5K. $100 more. I don't mind Daniel Jones uh, going up against the Cowboys. Giants trying to you know fight and survive and still the, the NFC East. Uh, you won't really know this when they play, as you got to wait for that Washington football team and Philly game on Sunday night, uh, which is also going to be on the slate. I'm pretty sure the Sunday night game is going to be on the slate, so that's something to keep on mind. You usually don't have to worry um, about that game, uh, but it may be on the slate this week. I hadn't really checked the look, uh, but I don't mind Daniel Jones at 5100 as well. I feel like it's a pretty good price tag for him uh, coming off the hamstring injury, so hopefully he's healed another week. Uh, but he'd be the other one down here in this range that I like. I could understand. I put I, I put Matt Ryan down there. Just Matt Ryan's been balling out a little bit. He had uh, last last two two weeks. He had thirty DraftKings points and then twenty two DraftKings points. I think he might be able to reach that against Tampa Bay because against Tampa Bay, that's when he had his thirty one points. Listen to this, guys. Okay, listen to Derek Carr's last seven games: twenty six okay. points, twenty eight points, thirty six points, twenty two points, seven, four, and two. Okay, I know I know one of those is where he got hurt, but man, what yeah. a, what a what a difference between the ceiling and the floor right there on that guy against the Denver Broncos. Uh, I, I don't I don't think that he'll get there against the fifties. I don't I don't know fifty seven hundred just uh, scares me with Derek Carr. Yeah, it's tougher now because they they got eliminated when they they blew that lead to the the Dolphins late. Uh, I know Gruden said he was kind of thinking about Mahomes uh, when he made a decision to, to kind of run the clock down and, and kick the last second field goal. Obviously, that didn't work out uh, with Fitzmagic either. Uh, they should have just scored the touchdown. But with them not really playing uh, for much right now, I don't feel like Carr is really that safe of a play, even at that price range and even with him being capable of getting three times the value when necessary. Yeah, I, I just wanted to talk about him and address him. Uh, will you build a round, lineup around Wolford for the Rams? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I haven't seen him enough. Would you build it around Henny for the Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, I like Henny Reed's offense, but I still don't think I, I would go to Henny either. Um, I didn't like him in Michigan. I believe that's where he went to, to college. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of him there, so no, I wouldn't be 
Build okay. one around Haney Haney. All right. All right. That's uh, that's good. Uh, Drew Locke, your cheapest value, I think you said at 5000 All right. I like that. All right. Our wide receivers, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, 20 touchdowns Ooh. that I predicted is right there in reach. I mean, it's there at 17, right? I mean, it's real close. I could see Aaron Rodgers even holding back a couple of games ago just to be able to throw three, three touchdowns against the Bears to Devontae Adams, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, but anyway, he leads us off there at 9,200. Now, this is a big one. I'm going to take us all the way down to Cooks at 6,900. Okay, 6,900. So this is a little game of uh, who would you rather have, right? Okay, so we're going to start down there at Cooks. We're going to work our way up. Would you rather have Cooks or Keenan Allen if he plays? Uh, Cooks. Cooks. Okay, Cooks or A.J. Brown if he plays? A.J. Brown. He, He tends to torch the Texans. Uh, AJ Brown, or I, I, I don't know if they're brothers from Ole Miss together. I don't know if that's a brotherhood. A DK Metcalf. Uh, I would still go with AJ Brown. Isn't that crazy how DK Metcalf? I mean, just the whole Seattle offense, second half of the year. That's fine. Draft them and redraft leagues at the beginning of the year, and then trade them halfway through. All Seattle go. Seahawks. That's what you got to do, right? Yeah, they exploded a- early in the year, so it's been kind of crazy to see that that fall off. I think. I don't know if it's even a fall off. I don't know what's happened to that that offense. They were like clicking so much early on. I'm not sure if it was the matchups or what, but they've just been so mediocre since then. It's been crazy. AJ Brown or Thielen? I stick with AJ Brown, but that's a close one. Ooh, that is close. It starts getting in that range. AJ <laughs> Brown or who I I thought a couple of weeks ago was the most dependable wide receiver in Tampa Bay, Mike Evans. Yeah, I think I'd take AJ Brown. Over Mike Evans. I'm not sure exactly what Tampa's going to do. It's one of my bigger, bigger hesitations, uh, whereas I know the Titans are, are still fighting for the division. So give me, give me A.J. Brown again. That's good advice. A.J. Brown or Justin Jefferson? Oof. Uh, God, stick with A.J. Brown. Okay. Uh, A.J. Brown at 7,200 or Allen Robinson at 7,700 against the Green Bay Packers? This is a switch. This is where I'll go to to Allen Robinson. I I take him over Brown. Uh, Really? Again, the Bears are are also fighting for a spot. Uh, He had a pretty good game against Jair Alexander uh, last time out against the Packers uh, when he had uh, 27 fantasy points. So I could see him. You know, really, he's the top target there. Especially if they can't get Montgomery going on the ground, I, I do like Robinson over AJ Brown. Okay, that's where my Bears fan has to tell you you're crazy, and I know what he did fantasy wise. <laughs> okay, I just in my head, I this is this is Aaron Rodgers for me right here, and here's here's Mrs. P. We giggling at me right now, but this is Aaron <laughs> Rodgers for me right now in my head. He's going, hey man. Let's let the Bears do really well fantasy wise. Let's let, let's let Allen Robbins have a get big game because that last game of the season, we're gonna knock him out of the playoffs. We're gonna take <laughs> Allen Robinson. We're gonna, not gonna have any catches. I, it's all an evil plot by Aaron Rodgers in my head. All right, Allen Allen Robinson. He's still gonna knock you out of the playoffs, but I still I, like Allen Robinson. Easy, buddy. Easy. I almost know <laughs> if okay, Allen Robinson or DeAndre Hopkins if he plays. <laughs> Ah, I think that Hopkins is probably going to see too much of Ramsey, so give me Robinson still. Okay. And by the way, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I have figured something out about him. I, okay. I think I think Hopkins is actually his middle name, and questionable is his last name. Because every <laughs> single week, it's DeAndre Hopkins questionable, right? I wonder, I wonder if he signs his name on some legal document if he has to put the Q on there. Does he? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's been an interesting situation. 
sure he's just banged up, but he, oh, he, he, he did that. Had that cue quite a bit. He did that at uh, in, in, been, for the Texans. So yeah. It's true. Oh, it's what true. if DeAndre Hopkins is Q like for QAnon? Stuff. What if? What if DeAndre Hopkins is the Q? You may not even know what that is, Pierre. I have don't, no idea. Uh, well, you don't <laughs> want to get me going on my conspiracy theories. Uh, Alan Robinson or Stefan Diggs? Uh, Diggs. If Diggs plays, I Diggs is probably one of the better fantasy wide receivers all year. Uh, so I, I definitely go Diggs there. Tyreek Hill. We will skip him since you don't think he's going to play Diggs or Calvin Ridley. Ridley, uh, especially without Julio. Uh, Ridley's been having huge games with no. Julio Jones on the field. I expect him to really just shut Julio down with the hamstring. So I would, I would go Ridley there, eighty five hundred. I was watching Calvin Ridley run a couple of routes on Sunday. You know, I I usually watch the Falcons. They play its local team and all that stuff. And uh, one of the things that just struck me so much when they highlighted him on one of the routes, I said, "Man." He looks like Julio running around. And, and, you know, not as big. He can't be as big as Julio Jones and all that. But just the way he ran the route, the hesitation, I mean, he just emulated him to a T. And I was thinking, what a great opportunity for Calvin Ridley to play with Julio Jones. And Julio Jones has always struck me as somebody who likes to mentor or tutor, you know, kind of people going up and everything like that. And, uh, I mean, he just looked just like him. So I think the Atlanta Falcons and Calvin Ridley are set to come as long as Matt Ryan's arm and elbow can hold out so yeah i agree and i felt like that's just a really good compliment to julio when he's healthy as well to have someone like ridley opposite him uh great route runner um, i love the way he gets his feet set and inbounds on a lot of those end zone sideline type of plays as well um, i wasn't sure he'd be able to be the the, the wide receiver one without julio uh, but he's definitely you know answered that question for me here the last few weeks and uh, they had nobody i know they got russell gage but I mean, who is Russell Gage, really? So he's definitely impressed me. And uh, there could be big things ahead for sure uh, for the Ridley-Ryan connection. Uh, if Matt Ryan's able to, to keep up right and, and stay in Atlanta for one if they don't trade him away. Hold on. I, I've got a, there's a phone number from Louisiana texting me. It's Oh, it's Russell Gage's mama. And she's wondering uh-huh. why you talked about him like that. All right, Calvin Ridley at eighty five hundred or Devontae Adams at ninety two hundred. Who would you rather? Always Devontae. Devontae's oh, best receiver in, in football. Always Devontae. That's, that's a high, that's such a high price though, Pierre. Twenty seven uh, points is what he'd have to get to at least. Yeah, he's gotten there plenty of times. You look at his laws at forty six uh, just Sunday night against the Titans. Uh, twenty seven against Detroit. Thirty seven against Philly. So he's definitely capable of paying that off. And as you stated, you know, he's close to 20 touchdowns. So, you know, Rodgers is kind of a vindictive type of person as well. Uh, going up in Chicago, he could definitely try to get him 20 uh, himself. So that's definitely something to keep in mind uh, when it comes to Adams and that price tag of his. Deontay Johnson starts us out at 6,700 on our next tier, Pierre. And I'm going to drop this down. All the way down. I, I got I got to uh, Gallup. Gallup at what, yeah. fifty at five K. Okay, so I, and 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 look, there's so many names here. Out IR questionable COVID. Yeah, you know, there's just so many names here. So yeah. what I would like to do on this one, okay? Uh, we played a little. Would you rather last time? This game will be will Wes or won't Wes pick this guy? Okay, so you know, do, do yeah. you think that I will take him, or do you think I won't? So, will Wes or won't Wes? Deontay Johnson at fifth at sixty seven hundred. 
I'm going to say you won't, because all these guys are too expensive for your Hey. No, no, I won't. Not no, not with Rudolph playing back there. I think is Mason Rudolph is going to be the quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Correct. So um, I'm not. I got to see something out of him before I take a chance at 6,700 on somebody like that. So no, Mm -hmm. I will not. Uh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, I think you play Godwin. Oh, Godwin has been so good lately, and so is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think that I don't know, like you said, what they got to play for. I think that that's always Mm -hmm. something in question. But uh, he got like 20. DraftKings points last week. I think everybody on their team started out with 20 DraftKings points last week, whatever they oh, played. Yeah. Uh, but he's seen double digits anyway, and, and he's got nine targets last time. So it's a good possibility in Tampa that he'll have to do that again. Uh, so yes, hesitantly, though. Juju Smith-Schuster? No, I won't. I'll answer that question. Yeah. Robert Woods? Yeah, you played Robert Woods. Yes, I would. I, he's 6,300. Once again, you have that hesitancy, though. He's not like every single week. It's I'm kind of going to look down at the other other people and see if I they look better in my roster than Robert Woods well, this week. Just, in addition to that, though, is the, the Cardinals really struggle against the slot receiver. Plus, Cooper Cup was uh, put on the COVID-19 reserve list. So those two things that are kind of in Robert Woods' favor. Yeah, you're you're definitely right. I, I could see Cup though maybe coming back. Is that is does he have COVID or is it one of those things where he might get know. tested and come back again? I haven't read if it was just a close contact or not. Um, so I'm not sure if it was him or if a uh, close contact. So if he's just close contact, he could definitely uh, still get back and play. If he if he's the one that tested positive though, he's going to be out. Yeah, it's a DK even uh, DraftKings says that they that the Rams cannot reveal that right now. So I guess that's uh, up in the air. So pay attention. Corey Davis, will I or won't I? You will. Uh, you're definitely right, I will. Uh, he's a, he's that guy every other week, right? He's every other week. And last week he got the big goose egg, so it's a good bounce back week for him. And I like his value there a little bit better than I like uh, Brown's value there uh, just in a bounce back week. I, I sound like an analyst now, don't I, Pierre? I sound like... <laughs> You got the every other week. That may be a proud, proud dad moment there. You knew the every other week thing. It's definitely his week to, to go off against a, a poor Texan secondary that just, again, saw Brandon Allen throw for, what, 367 and a couple scores. And now you got a, a better, uh, obviously, quarterback than, than Brandon Allen coming to town. So we'll, we'll see what happens with Tannehill and Davis. Let's look at this next Buffalo Bill wide receiver who is an imitator of an Easley because not everybody can – B and easily. All right. Did, see how I did that? <laughs> I did. That was nice. Thank you very much. I, I That was a stretch. If you don't know, loafing it on Twitter is me and uh, you will find me there. And my name is Wes Easley. So that's Beasley. Will I, will I, or won't I? You won't. No, I won't. I won't take him. He's questionable. I think that maybe he could possibly rest, but he's, he's one of those guys though, man. Every time I don't, he does. Yeah, that's true. Beasley. He's kind of one of those every other, uh, weak type of guys as well, so he's actually due uh, himself uh, for the big boom. Maybe that's what the the B is, and easily he's boom. <laughs> but uh, he 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 did hurt his leg, uh, left that game early uh, against New England, so that's something to monitor uh, for sure. Yeah, they really need him in the playoffs. They'll need him to be healthy. Marquise Brown, will Wes or won't Wes? Wes won't. No, I won't. They doesn't get to these fifty nine hundred this week, and he just doesn't get to that eighteen point mark enough for me to be able to trust him. T. Y. Hilton, will I or won't I? You will. Yes. Yeah. I wish the price was a little bit lower, 
But I yeah, think I that with everything on the line, they're going to go to him. And like you said last week, even they they were trying to find him in the end zone. Philip Rivers was trying to find him in the end zone, it just never happened. Um, I think that he can get there again this week. They're going to have to lean heavy on those people who get some who get him there. You know what I mean? It, and, and it's going to be Ty time a little bit this week. Um, Amari I agree, Cooper. I agree. Amari yeah, Coop- not, no, no Cooper this week. Uh, really? You don't think I will? I don't think you will. Not against Bradbury. I don't see yeah. you doing it. Yeah, no, Will West, uh, won't Wes. I, I, you're right. It's a bad Bradbury thing. Tyler Lockett, Will West, won't Wes. <laughs> I heard what you said about Seattle earlier with Metcalf, so Wes won't. <laughs> no, I won't. DJ Moore, Will West, won't Wes. Uh, I'm going to say won't again. Yeah, I, I'm not real confident in any of those Carolina Panthers. I don't know what to do with the Carolina Panthers uh, wide receivers, and, and I, I don't want anything to do with that. I'd rather have Robbie Anderson. Did I say 5,000? Are we going all the way down to five? That's way too much, Pierre. I can't. That's 5,700. <laughs> That's it. 5,700. That's all. All right. Uh, let's stop right there, and then I want you to give me three on these next yeah. one. Go all the way down to Gallup. Okay? I, I skipped ahead of line. That's what it was. Um, so starting right there around DJ or, or wherever we were there, uh, go down and give me somebody, give me three of those guys because it really looks like a nice spot to be in for a price point for a wide receiver. Okay. Are we going up from Deontay or are we going where you left off on the, the oh. you or won't you? No, go DJ Moore all the way down to Gallup at 5K. Okay, so DJ Moore down to Gallup. So give me Kiki, QT. Uh, 5,600 uh, going up against the 29th ranked uh, Titans defense. Uh, he's kind of an area of the week type player as well. Expect a lot of the attention to, to go to Cooks. Uh, you can save a little bit of salary and get QT at 5,600. So I like him. I'm going down a bit. Uh, you got to watch the quarterback situation. If Stafford plays, I think you can play Marvin Jones. If Stafford doesn't play, then don't play anybody. Um, <laughs> Detroit Lions because Chase Daniel. Uh, and David Blau are, are both pretty poor. Uh, so just pay attention to that news. I don't like uh, – I'd probably say Crowder would be the other one. I know I was kind of on him as well last week when you looked at his price, uh, just really, really cheap price uh, when you looked at the 4500 He's up another 500 but he's he's still one of the main targets for Darnold. Uh, the Jets are clearly still trying to, to win football games. Didn't expect them to, to beat the Browns, but they did. Uh, he had nine for 92 and a touchdown. Uh, you could probably see a similar line here um, against New England, a, a team that's also struggled, uh, especially when you have Cam Newton that really can't move the ball uh, down the field. So I'd probably go with Crowder again at 5K. So the two would be uh, Crowder there at 5K and then QT there at 5,600. Okay, and I'll throw a C.D. Lamb in there. Last time he played against the Giants, he had 23 uh, DraftKings mm-hmm. points. So that's always one that you want to look at as a, as far as a repeat performance goes, in my opinion. All right, Pierre, let's make sure everybody remembers that this week is going to change so much, right? I mean, you're going to have oh, people yeah. dropping out left and right. you got to find out who's playing, who's not. So always keep your ear to the grindstone. Check your Roto World. Check your DraftKings updates, those different things. Uh, but the rest of the field... Uh, kind of down there from you know 4900 on DJ all the way down to 4900 4, on. I, I don't know if I see anybody that I necessarily like just because I think this is going to change so much and this might be one of. The, but these guys are the guys who can make and break your lineup. It's very true, and uh, you do got to pay attention uh, not just to the the COVID nineteen news now, but as you stated, just the the rest or limited snaps uh, week seventeen type news of those teams that really aren't playing for for much. 
Uh, down this range, there are a couple that I, I actually don't mind. Uh, one I mentioned earlier uh, when I mentioned Drew Locke, and that's Jerry Judy. Uh, there at 4,200. Uh, really good price tag for him. Uh, he came up a bit, about 500 from the week before. Uh, last week he got 15 targets, uh, so they were really trying to to get him involved. I mean, that Chargers game, he only caught six of them, unfortunately. Uh, but the targets alone should really make you interested. Again, it's the end of the year. They don't have anything to play for, so they could just be trying to build that rapport uh, with Locke and with Judy. Uh, and if so, you want to definitely uh, get a part of that action. Uh, again, facing a Raiders team that you know gave up a ton of points uh, once uh, Fitzpatrick came in the game as well. Uh, so I like Judy there at 4,200 quite a bit. Um, looking down, uh, you, you mentioned the Kansas City Chiefs uh, situation. You have Hartman there, right, at 4,200 as well. If you're looking at a game where, you know, Tyreek's out, Watkins are out, um, I don't like Chad Henney, but you could definitely look at a, a Sammy uh, Watkins being out with a McCoe Hartman at 4,200. He's a speedster, can kind of step in and maybe get that Tyreek role. Um, of course, he doesn't have Mahomes throwing the ball. Uh, that's a situation to watch as well. Gary Slayton uh, feels another under-the-radar guy. Uh, big game against Dallas earlier in the year. He had 23 points, uh, had eight catches for 129 yards. You look at him now, he's had eight, nine, and eight targets um, three weeks in a row. Daniel Jones is back. I feel like he's obviously the better quarterback than Coke McCoy. Uh, against Dallas, still playing for something themselves. I think you can go with Darius Slayton there at 4,100 as well. And, you know, he's another one of those guys that can save you some salary and, and kind of hit that that upside uh, type piece if he can catch a couple deep balls. Sure. And and I'll always uh, say this too, Pierre, whenever a backup quarterback comes in there, he's going to be looking for the guy who he was throwing to in practice, you know, yes. for all this season, you know what I mean? So if, if, especially in a Kansas city type of environment where let's, let's say it might be a Brian Pringle, you know, I'd hate to put money on a Brian Pringle, <laughs> but you know, it could be a Hardman as well who plays the Tyreek Hill role. I'm sure in practices whenever Ty, whenever he's in there. Uh, so I could see that, or even, uh, in the Detroit lineup, you know, he might be looking for somebody like a Sanu who he might be hooked up with during practice time or a Cephas that he's hooked up with. Cephas is probably still playing, right? He's playing for the Lions. I just don't hear from him each yeah, week anymore. Is. What's really strange is that line, um, it's at 40, it's at 50, 54 and a half. Wow. Uh, I know Minnesota still has their, their guys, but without Stafford, I don't know why that line would be so high. You're looking at almost 55 points uh, there with Detroit and the, the Vikings. So we'll, we'll see how that kind of trends as we get closer to the weekend, but that's definitely uh, an over under to, to monitor when it comes to your, your fantasy plays. And when I think of uh, even the Ram system with Wolford, I go, okay, he has to throw the ball to Robert Woods one time in practice. You know, man, you know if, they, if they split it up, you know, he's probably throwing it to him five times or something. That game's going to be moving fast. But maybe he's throwing the ball to a fan, Jefferson. And this is, you know, maybe even for showdown lineups a little bit more than necessarily a tournament game or anything like that. Cause, but if you want to play that showdown game and take a little chance on something, to me it's either a Van Jefferson or Josh Reynolds maybe for the Los Angeles Rams that he's been throwing it to. Uh, and I, I would want to say that they were grooming Van Jefferson a little bit more for that Robert Woods role than a Josh Reynolds. Yeah, it's, so, it's definitely possible. I also watch the tight ends. Um, a lot of quarterbacks come in and they like to, to target those tight ends. Uh, for one, there's like dump offs, more intermediate routes. Uh, they work across the middle a lot more as well. So you could see like a Higby um, or an Everett kind of have a, a solid game in those type of scenarios as well. 
Sure. And I, I got to mention, uh, what, what's his name? Dwayne Washington. What's his name? Washington. James Washington for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's at 3,500 and he gets some run while Ben Roethlisberger's mm-hmm. in there, right? He gets some run. But it, with, with those three studs at wide receiver that they have, James Washington is all of a sudden the stud in the practice field with Mason Rudolph. I, I just I just could see that connection. I don't know how that's going to work out, but it's just something I wanted to throw out there oh, for the listeners. Absolutely. Uh, great call because he actually went to Oklahoma State with Mason Rudolph, uh, so they should be pretty familiar with each other. I am research, Pierre. I am research. Okay. <laughs> hey, our tight end position this week, I, I got to bring out some things about Travis Kelsey, right? Because Travis Kelsey, I think he deserves wide receiver eligibility next season in Yahoo or in DraftKings or something like that uh, because it's un, he's, it's not fair. It's not fair that he's playing tight end, but yet he sees so many targets and he sees so many yards, Pierre. It, it's amazing to me. Uh, he is top five. This year, and I know it's been a strange year, right? But he is mm-hmm. top five this year in yards from scrimmage. He he might be able to get to fifteen hundred if they give him the ball enough on Sunday. If he could just get like eighty four yards, he will have fifteen hundred yards from scrimmage, which will qualify him for top five. Isn't that something? That's that's amazing. I don't think they're gonna play him, but that's amazing. Uh, great year from from Kelsey. I hope they don't listen to you and they keep him as tight end because he's probably going to be the only tight end I'll play <laughs> next year. Uh, he was just that dependable. He only had one game uh, where he didn't crack double digits, and uh, he was just a monster. Uh, basically, you're, you're getting a tight end, a high-end tight end for, like you said, a, a receiver type of talent. So great year. Um, hopefully, uh, he has a, another big year next year. Obviously, you never know with injuries, but bravo and hats off to to Kelsey in the year that he had. Okay, so you might have to fact check me on that even, okay? Because I, I was having the the helpful hand of a 13-year-old aggravating the stew out of a 5-year-old while I was doing all this <laughs> research, and then the 5-year-old aggravating the stew out of the 13-year-old, and then and then mama coming in there having to, to, to you know, uh, settle everything down so daddy didn't have to yell real loud. But you know last year, if, if he got 1,500 yards this year, where that would have qualified him as far as yards from scrimmage last season? All right. So you may have to fact check me on this. Do you know how many people, um, how many wide receivers had more than 1,500 yards last year? Uh, two. One. Michael Thomas, yeah. 1,700 yards. Okay. That, that, yeah. I, I could be wrong. I, I, once again, I could be wrong. You may have to fact. He would have been top 10 in yards from scrimmage last year. I mean, it would have been like number 10. But you talk about all the running backs and everything like that, catching balls, running, and all those things that they do, and wide receivers. Mm-hmm. He would have been top 10 in yards from scrimmage. And that's, that's, that's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, in a COVID year, being top five is one thing. But in a regular season, being top 10 is something else for a tight end. So uh, he starts us off there at 8600 for a tight end, which is really a, a ridiculous price when you think of Darren Waller being <laughs> 7100 next. So that's a $1,500 price point. And I know you said you don't think that he's going to play. But let's go all the way down to Gronk at four and a half, okay, at four okay. and a half. And just, just play the little will-he-won't-he game, all right? So starting at Gronkowski, will he get to his three times value at 4500 and no, he had his big game uh, Saturday. Hawkinson, forty six hundred. Oh uh, no, not with a quarterback situation here in Detroit. Jared Cook, forty seven. Uh, maybe, but I'm still gonna say no. Okay, Tw- Robert Tonyan at five. Yeah, I think I think Tonyan gets there for sure. Uh, good game against the Bears earlier. Uh, they should have to throw the ball a little bit more as well. So yes, Tonyan gets there. 
And see, Aaron Rodgers is such, you know, I mean, just he, I said last week, Tanya didn't make the Super Bowl, didn't make the Pro Bowl. And so Rodgers is going to, no, Rodgers didn't look his way at all. I know that game got out of hand really early, really fast, but he only ended up with like two DraftKings points or something like that. So thanks a lot again, Aaron Rodgers. You are not my hero. You got to remember the element there. It was was a ton of snow. Uh, So it was a more run. And then obviously Devontae's his security blanket. So keep that in mind. And you can see a definite bounce back from Tanya this week. Mark Andrews, 5,800. Yes. Andrews gets there against the Bengals. Again, Baltimore's trying to hold on to the wild card spot themselves. So, yeah, I think he gets there. I don't know why we're talking about him, but we are. It wouldn't. I, I would hope I would be out there, too, because I have the intestinal fortitude of a rhinoceros, I think. <laughs> but George Kittle, he's playing. He's playing again this year. I don't know how. I don't know why. He's at 6K. He got 13 DK points last week. Will he get there again this week? Well, I don't think he's going to get there. Uh, he could. Uh, obviously, him and Bethard have uh, the Iowa Hawkeye connection. Uh, but I think his prices kind of went up a bit, almost a thousand, and not for too much. He, you know, he got five targets that game. Uh, they're going to really try to run the ball uh, more than anything. So I'm going to say no for Kittle getting three times the value. Darren Waller at seventy-one. No, I don't think Waller's going to get there. He could. Um, he's talented enough. He had a couple spectacular catches uh, in that Dolphins game. Uh, but I'm just going to say no. They're not really playing for much now, so they could kind of take it easy with him. All right. And then, uh, Kelsey, you don't think he's going to play too much, so we'll just say no on that one. Noah Fant, he starts us off there at 4,400. I wanted to tell you just to take it down to the rest of the field because, you know, whenever I look at yeah. the, the, the tight end situation the rest of the way, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Needle in a haystack time. Uh, I'd, I'd imagine Noah Fant, though, you think that he's like the only guy going against the Raiders. And I know you love Jerry Judy, but 4,400, mm-hmm. 4, is that a good price point for Noah Fant? Yeah. I do. I think that's a really good price for, for Fink. Um, you can see really stacking. If you go with Locke, I think you could play both Judy um, and Fant. Uh, he's looking at, you know, what, six targets last week, eight targets the week before. I uh, only got four against Kansas City after being banged up. But you're looking at roughly 12 to, to 15 points. I think he could definitely get there um, in a game where they could be trying to throw the ball a bit more against that poor Raider secondary. So I do like Fant at 4,400. I think we both like Gasecki at 4,200 as well, going against that Buffalo Bills defense. Yeah, I like Gasecki. I, I wish it was Fitzpatrick. Uh, then I really, really like Gasecki, but I'm expecting him to, to run two out, which I don't get. I don't understand the whole let him kind of start the game and bring in Fitzmagic to kind of save the day at the end or hope that he can save the day. Uh, but I'm actually hoping they start two of this game as well, obviously with the hope. Uh, that I have for my team in the, the playoffs, but I do like Gasecki. Had a really big game earlier in the year against Buffalo as well. I believe he put up like 30 uh, fantasy points against them earlier, so he could maybe not see a, a replicate or duplicate of that type of performance, but he could definitely still uh, put up really good numbers for that 4200 price tag. Here's a bold prediction for the 2021 season. You ready? If Irv Smith gets over 15 DK points this week, all right, he will be a top. He will pick. He will be picked top five among tight ends next year. How about that? Top five? Yeah, that'll be his average draft position. Will be like top five. There's no way he's going to be top five. Okay, I, I didn't really think about that That's too really hard. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, what, what, what top Kelsey, five? Oh, yeah, Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews. There's four right there. Okay, who else? And Hawkinson. So, yep, you got Hawkinson there. You got Fant, who we just talked yeah, about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Gasecki, who we mentioned as well. So, that's eight. Yeah, he may okay. get in that eight type of range, but yeah, definitely not top five. 
Okay, well, uh, yeah, okay, top eight, top five, you know. Come see, come saw. Who else do you like here going on Sunday, Pierre? Um, so go down. I, I like Johnny Smith. Um, I know he's a little – he's risky to, to play just because you never know who's going to show up. But he's he's had a couple solid games uh, getting you, what, 12, um, 10 and 12, so three out of the last four weeks. Uh, he's gotten you 10-plus. Right now you're looking around that 9 and 12 range, which is where he's at. Uh, again, going up against uh, the Texans. Uh, we just really struggle on defense overall. So you can look at him there at 3,800. Going down, I don't think Ebron's going to play. Uh, you want to pay attention to that Cleveland situation. Uh, yeah, we had uh, Austin Hooper had a pretty solid game. Really, the only Brown, uh, I feel that, that had a solid game last week. Saw 15 targets. Obviously, that'll go down if the, the receivers are back in action with Landry and Higgins and those guys. Uh, but still uh, one to, to, to play and monitor. I believe Harrison Bryant, uh, one of their other tight ends, was actually placed on the COVID-19 list. So he may be out. If that's the case, that should obviously open up more snaps for for Hooper on top of that. Uh, I don't think he's really going to battle much with Njoku for those snaps. Uh, so I don't mind Hooper there in his price range. Pay attention again to the, the Buck situation. Uh, if you do see someone like Gronk who – you know, is up there, has a lot of mileage when it comes to football on him. He could open up the door for like a Cameron break, uh, really down real cheap uh, to kind of step in and get some action there at 2,900. Uh, we've had that train for a while, but it seems like Jimmy Graham's kind of snuck back in uh, when it comes to, to Cole Komet. Uh, so I, I don't know about that situation there either. Yeah, I don't know that I trust in that. You got to, of course, mention uh, Chris Herndon. I believe it's it's the no. <laughs> no. if he if he has a ten DK point, he'll be drafted among the top eight. T- no, I don't know. He <laughs> he had he had a pretty good week last week as far as that goes. I don't know if they're trying to get him more involved or whatever. I know you don't like the Jets, but he had thirteen DraftKings points last week. He had eight DraftKings points the week before that. So uh, four targets in both of those environments. So twenty eight hundred. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, I, I can't. Our folks have been chasing Hurden for a while. I should have known you were going to bring up a jet, you know. I well, just you knew know, it was deep in I got to do it. I got to do, man. All right. Uh, let me remind everybody, they are listening to the DFS Dreamers, and I don't think I told them enough that you are on Twitter, at Peewee31 on Twitter, and you could send all your questions to him uh, or give him a little bit of a hard time, and I would not mind that at all. You can also find me on Twitter, at Loafinit. Uh, Wes Easley on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore there, and go over to Anchor FM. Make sure you subscribe to the show. We hope to be doing some more different antics all along the way, whether it's basketball talk or whether it's something else throughout the offseason here from football. But it's been a great DFS Dreamers podcast, and you have been sharing the podcast so well, and we've been getting a lot of hits, a lot of listens. And, and Pierre, one of the things that I really liked is there are people that I believe are reputable. I don't want to throw out many names, but they have uh, given us some compliments behind the scenes and also retweeting and doing different things like that. And so I've appreciated all that support that we've gotten uh, throughout the fantasy football community, and that's just been a wonderful thing. So, Pierre, you know I like the bottom feed when it comes to my defenses. Do you see any defenses down here? And I think that this really can open up a lot of DraftKings possibilities depending on what the quarterback situation and uh, even the player situation going into Sunday that we got to really keep our eye on. But there could be some great defenses down here at the bottom for us to be able to pay off anyway. I'm not saying great defenses, but for DraftKings yeah. purposes, <laughs> great defenses, right? Yeah, there's some there's some pretty solid options down here in this, this punt range. 
uh, start with your Jets. Um, yep. 2,300. Uh, I'm not sure if the, the Patriots are going to roll out Cam again uh, or Stedham, but either or, I still think he can play the Jets. You know, they're, they're looking at eight, nine point range here the last couple weeks. You take that all day uh, when you're looking at a 2,300 price range. Uh, the Browns have gotten, you know, really interesting now at 2,500. Uh, maybe not when you when you had Roethlisberger in the mix, but now that you're looking at a Mason Rudolph, I feel like you can play the the Browns defense there. Uh, 2,500, really good price tag for them. Uh, don't mind the the Cardinals as well, especially if you're looking at Goff. Uh, he broke his thumb, uh, so you're looking at you know really good price range for the Cardinals. 2,800, still playing for something, also uh, trying to get into that wild card round. So looking at him at, at 2,800 against a quarterback, really none of us know, know much about. So look at the Cardinals there, uh, pretty good range. I would say the Titans, you know, 2,200 is pretty cheap for them. But uh, watch that what Watson news. If Deshaun Watson's out, uh, definitely you can go to the Titans at 2,200. If Watson plays, you'll, you'll probably want to stay away from them in that price range uh, and just pay the extra $100 for the Jets. I can understand that. I, I'm also going to throw the Vikings out there. You know, if Matthew Stafford doesn't play, uh, they may not play Swift either. You never know how this news is going to shake out. But they just got um, embarrassed last week. Embarrassed, yeah. right? And that always looks to me like a good bounce back situation, especially against Detroit. I know you talked about the over under there being a really high one, so it may be really a contrarian play. But they're at 2600, and I, I just can't see a, a, any defense wanting to end like that, especially, I can't remember that coach's name right now, but he's a defensive coach, you know, run and defense oh, is what he's known for. Yeah, Zimmer. And I just mm-hmm. can't see how they're going to want to go out and end their season the way they did last year and or last week and repeat it again this time. And I'll also throw out a New York Giants at 2,700, just with the uh, pucker up value of Andy Dalton. Okay. Just, <laughs> can I, can I can I say that? Uh, can. And I, can. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's going to be a real. Everything's on the line. This is a playoff game Sunday, and I, I'm not sure how Dalton's going to be able to perform in that uh, this week. And I, I, I just I just like the Giants right there. Yeah, that's a good price range. Uh, Dalton's looked pretty good the last few weeks, but yeah, again, we we remember the Dalton in, in Cincinnati, so I can definitely understand that as well. Feel like he has a little bit more uh, when it comes to weapons uh, there in Dallas, but he is going to be outdoors. Giants have a solid defense. You know Bradbury is going to take away at least one of his weapons, so they're definitely uh, someone to look at at 2700 If you want to pay up, if you want to go up to any of those top-type uh, prices, I think you can look at the Ravens up there at 4200 uh, against Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's only projected right now to score about 16 points. Uh, Brandon Allen just kind of had his big game uh, against the Texans, so you could probably see them kind of go back down to earth uh, against the Ravens. They're still playing for something. I do like the Colts. Um, as well uh, against Jacksonville. I'm not sure if they're going to run out Glennon again or if that was just a revenge game type situation with the Bears or if they'll go back to Minshew, who really kind of tore up the Coats um, in week one. But I do like the Coats there at, at 3,900 as well. Uh, the Rams could be in play at 3,300. Uh, follow the, the Kyler Murray news. Again, like you said earlier in the podcast, a lot of news. So just kind of monitor with who's in, who's out, who's resting, and who's hurt. Uh, so definitely pay attention to that because that could really sway you one way or another when it comes to your defenses. Over on our running backs, I want to take us from Alvin Kamara at 9,500 all the Ooh. way down to Gals- Gaskin at 6,500. And my question to you is this. Kamara is just nine touchdowns away from 30. Can he get there this, this Sunday? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Ooh, <laughs> what a big... Know? No, no way, but after half week, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. 
Oh my gosh, that guy went nuts. He should have had eight. Uh, yeah. There was one time where they they kind of <laughs> vultured him uh, themselves uh, on the goal line, and there's another where Breeze uh, really threw a bad pass. So he should have had eight touchdowns, uh, which I obviously got blown out by my wife with just a six, but he should have eight. Uh, let's go down to Gaskin though at 6,500 and just play the will he won't he. All right, so we'll just we'll just go over there because I, I I like that because I you know a lot of people eyeball these guys right up here at the mm-hmm. top and I always do too and I try to think okay will he or won't he return that three times value going up against that team so Gaskins is going up against Buffalo at 6,500 will he or won't he? He will. Okay, James Robinson. Not sure if he's going to play. Probably not. I wouldn't if I was him. 6,600. No, he won't do that. Okay, not even against the Colts defense, even if he was completely healthy. Uh, J.K. Dobbins against Cincinnati at 67. I like Dobbins, but he just doesn't get enough um, when it comes to snaps and touches. So no uh, for him getting there. Uh, against the Tennessee Titans, I think that uh, well, oh, well, A.J. Dillon, I think he's still running against the Titans right now. Uh, and <laughs> David Johnson has an opportunity to do the same thing this, this week at 6,800. Will he get to three times the value? Will he get to 20 points? Yeah, I think he can get there again. Uh, he was one of the ones we really spoke up uh, last week on the, the podcast and still in a really solid spot. I'm hoping he gets there again, me, uh, the week of hope for me. Uh, but I do think he can get there at 6,800. Just Aaron, given his role that he has in offense right now. Aaron Jones at 7,100 against the Bears. No, I don't see Aaron Jones getting there. Jay, uh, James Taylor. I, don't, I said James Taylor. He's going <laughs> to be singing songs. Are you seeing fire and rain? What's happening right <laughs> I've seen five. Jonathan Taylor, uh, Jacksonville, is uh, at Indianapolis, uh, 7,400. I hope he gets the ball enough, so I'm going to say yes. Uh, not sure he will, but hopefully he gets the ball enough. If so, he'll, he'll get there. He should. You know, I mean, that just should be um, – can I get on your Colts train for a minute here? We could call, yeah. talk a little bit of Colts football, right? The game plan Please. going in there should be run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It should have been all year. I know the offensive line was, was banged up last week. It had uh, Anthony Costanzo, a Pro Bowl tackle that was injured. We had Braden Smith, uh, the opposite tackle on the COVID-19 list. We look at the first half. We were still able to run the ball. We were marching right up and down the field. Uh, why Frank Wright went away from it, I don't know. I know I was listening to an interview this morning. He said that he watched the tape over and over again, and he still would have kept the, the same game plan in the second half. So I'm not sure what he saw in that Steelers secondary, but he seemed to be okay with his decision. But hopefully uh, he comes to his senses against this Jaguars uh, defense 30th against the run and just feeds. Uh, Jonathan Taylor gives us a chance uh, to make the playoffs. Obviously, we'll have to win and hope another team loses. Uh, but hopefully, we take care of our own self first uh, before yeah. kind of turning on the TVs and watching the others in action. Yeah, and and you know, just limiting mistakes is what you got to do on Sunday uh, for mm-hmm. sure. And so, don't throw the ball, run the ball, play good, plays your strong defense, and and everything should fall into place as far as far as the victory goes. Austin Eckler, seventy five hundred against the Chiefs. No, they're they're kind of taking tempering back on, on Austin Eckler a bit uh, closing the year. I know he was dealing with his, his injury as well, so I'm going to say no uh, with Eckler at that price range. Chubb at 7,600 against the Steelers. That's I tough, think so. Isn't it? Uh, I would, I, I'm going to say yes. I know he didn't have a game that some were expecting him to have on his birthday. Uh, by the way, that game against the Jets is on his birthday, mm-hmm. but you're looking at, again, the, the Mason Rudolph situation. You can see the Browns 
uh, really have just good field position throughout that game when Rudolph's in there starting. Uh, again, they need to win uh, as well. They're right there in that, that wild card mix, and they're holding on to a spot. So I can really see them lean, leaning more heavily on Chubb. And if they get a couple of those receivers back, uh, that could keep the defense honest and really open up things for him to run. In week 13, David Montgomery was priced at – oh, hold on. I can go all the way back to week 12. He was priced at 5300 He has gone up to 7700 Pierre, uh, this yeah. week against the Green Bay Packers. And, and look, Green Bay Packers are coming around. I, I, I do not like my guy David Montgomery here at this price point. Um, I, I, there's too much for Aaron Rodgers to win. <laughs> there's too big of a smile to be put on Aaron Rodgers' face for the for the for the Green Bay Packers to win this game. So I'm going to say no on David Montgomery at 7,700. Do you agree? I think I do. So I've been picking on the the Packers' run game really all year, but they're starting to to play a little bit better. They just held Derrick Henry um, in check themselves. When you look at the the matchup before, Montgomery only got 11 carries. He turned those into 103 yards, but one of those uh, was a 57-yarder. So about half of that uh, came on one run. Uh, the rest was kind of through the air. As you stated, I think the, the Packers will be really motivated to get that home field, force those opponents to go up to the frigid Lambeau, uh, the frozen tundra there. So I, I don't see Montgomery getting there this week. Yeah, just a little bit too high of a price for me to take that chance right there. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook at 9200 he can't. I don't think he will. I don't. I don't know what they're playing for. Again, that's another reason why that over under really just throws me off uh, being so high. Because neither one of these teams are, are playing for anything. Uh, there's no records on the line. Uh, he's not going to catch Derrick Henry for the rushing title. So I, I don't see him getting there at that price range. Derrick Henry at 9,400. Yes. Yes. I'm playing Henry uh, this week. Big price tag. But you you look again the uh, the Texans. Worst run defense in the league. He torched them uh, earlier this year. Uh, I'm pretty sure when they played. Yeah, 212 yards, two touchdowns, 43 fantasy points. Again, the Titans are trying to win the division. They're actually not, you know, locked into the playoffs themselves. If they lose to the Texans and the Colts win, it's quite possible that the Titans don't even make the playoffs. So you can see them really trying to get uh, Henry involved early on. Uh, They're in a dome uh, down in Houston as well as a, We'll see how that plays out. But I do like Henry, and I think he can hit that price tag at 9400 All right. And Alvin Kamara, 9500 No, I don't think so. Uh, he can. He's, he's capable. So let me put it that way. The, the Saints are playing for something, but I just don't see him having that huge of a game uh, coming off the 59-burger uh, that he had on Saturday. I could see him getting more down in that 20 range, but I'm not sure he'll get to that 27 to, to 30 that you're really looking for at that price range. All right, that's I, I like that game. I like that game, Pierre. I I, I go back and listen to it because I'm not sure that I listen all the way whenever you're giving it to me like that. But I, I like it. I like it a lot. Ezekiel Elliott starts us off at 6,400, and let's go all the way down to Junior here. Uh, little Jeff Jeffrey Wilson Junior at 6,000, and just give me two, if any, of these guys. This this one does just they they nobody appeals to me in this price range. Yeah, this is an ugly range. Um, so you don't do you I, like any Ezekiel Elliott? Do you like Ezekiel Elliott? I don't. Okay. All right. Not this week. All right. I I don't like anybody in here. I don't either. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be Zeke, but I don't I don't like anyone in this range at all. Okay. All right. I thought I, that's why I said if any. All right. Next one. We're, we're Kareem Hunt all the way down. 
All right. And once again, uh, this is that caveat as as well, that so many different things are going to change. So there might be the guy who can make or break a slate right here in this price range all the way down to the bottom. You just got to keep abreast of the news. So let's let's give a little family feud. And we want to play the little family feud game right here right now. All right. Uh, do you have the right slate? Up? <laughs> I do have the right slate. I knew you'd remember that. You, long memory, long memory. All right, I remembered right. it too. OK, but I have the top five answers. Uh, or Wesley on the board right here. Okay. So from here all the way down to the bottom of the slate, three strikes and you're out. Go ahead and give me uh, a, a name on the board. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. He did make the list. Ding, 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 ding. 15 touches over his last couple of games. Mm-hmm. And I think that that volume right there alone is going to be able to pay off his price point at 5,700. He can get there. He can get there. Yeah, I agree, especially if Lindsay's out again. So. Let's see. Who else do we have? All the way down. Naheem Hines? Naheem Hines. That's a wrong answer. I do not like Naheem Hines. I think they're going to hand the ball to Taylor. I don't mind him, but he's more that receiving back. But, man, his feet are so fast, Pierre. I was watching Anna. That guy, I mean, he'd make Fred Astaire a little bit jealous running around out there on the field. (laughs) No, you're wrong. I did not pick. That's that. Oh, I did not pick Naheem Hines this week. Okay, let's see. Who else do we have? Now, if you like, you you can make an argument for him. I mean, I just, you don't know. You never know what Frank Wright's my only thing. So that's a pretty good price uh, for Hines at 4900 uh, If the coach somehow get down, then obviously he's going to be the one involved in the, the passing game. Uh, he's going to get you. You know, you need about 15. I'm not sure he'll get there, but he he can. He can definitely get there. You look at the week one matchup. He had 27 against Jacksonville. So just keep that in mind that he's capable. And you really don't know if, if Taylor's going to be the one that, that right wings on. Uh, so if you need a salary saver and you still want uh, running the running backs uh, there against that Jacksonville matchup, Hines uh, could definitely be one that they kind of save you some salary from Taylor. I can understand that. But he did not make my top five answers that are on our family few board. Let's keep going down. Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. Yes, he did make it just simply because of the news of Henderson being <laughs> out now. Uh, every single week, it's somebody new. It's somebody different. And I don't think that from a high ankle sprain, Cam Akers is going to be able to play this week. Uh, so they may just want to get Brown more involved. And I don't know that there's anybody left after him, to be honest with you. So, yes, Brown was seemed to be a really good price. What's his price point there? 4300 yeah, that, that you've got to fall into the end zone. Rams could do that a couple of different times, maybe, maybe. Yeah, if he's a, if he's a lone wolf, uh, they're left with the, the Rams, especially given the, the quarterback situation. They could become run heavy. 4300 is almost minimum salary for running back, which is 4K. Mm-hmm. If he's the only one there, you definitely want to look at him at that price range. Yeah. Okay, yes, that's All correct. Right. Who else do we have down here that you would play? How about your your guy Kenyon Drake? Kenyon Drake did make the board. Uh, going to be fifty four hundred dollar prize point. That's really easy for Kenyon Drake to get there at three times the value. We saw him really do well whenever Kyler Murray was injured earlier this year, and that's mm-hmm. kind of when Kenyon Drake really started shining from a fantasy standpoint. So I think that we could see him get a little more run this Sunday. So yes, you only have one X and you have two answers left on the board. Two left on the board. Hmm. Sonny Michelle? 
No, Sony Michelle did not make that list at all. Uh, I know he had opportunities, and people were saying on Twitter that he looked really good. Uh, never, well, I say they say he looked. They they said they never saw him run like that for a couple of years. So, but I, I still I don't I don't want that situation in New England. I don't know what they're doing right now in New England. Uh, very interesting to see what happens with them in the off season. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How about maybe you're going back to the well with AJ Dillon. Ooh, A.J. Dillon wasn't an article that was written earlier this year. Somebody asked me, I think, uh, the boys, D.A. boys, the guy who won our, our DFS tournament, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Kevin, Kevin, um, he, he ended up asking me and some other people to be in some rookie draft or something. And I ended up picking A.J. Dillon. And then he said that the people on Reddit hammered that home because uh, I picked him in the second round. It was late second round. And they said it was a terrible pick. And then I, so I said, give me the names. Give me the names of those people, Kevin. He said, you don't want to go there, Wes. It's on Reddit. You couldn't handle it. I said, thank you for looking out for me. But no, A.J. Dillon did not make that list. Not against the Bears defense. Uh, Bears defense is pretty stout, stopping the run. And that, that they're just really, right now, if there's anybody who's going to play hard, it seems like the defense. And I know that's absolutely opposite of what I said a couple of weeks ago. But they have really been showing out the last couple of weeks i think they're going to get burned a million times on sunday but it'll be through the air so no three x's in a row uh so you did not get that i said gus edwards at 4900 he's just been getting a lot of run there uh i know he's got to get to 12 but he's been able to do that here lately or get right around to oh he's got to get to 15 doesn't he he's been right around that of the last couple of weeks he had 14 one week two weeks ago he had 18 so i think he'd get there on the dk points and plus this game may end up being a blowout against cincinnati and that seems to be when gus edwards seems to shine a little bit more and i went ahead and said kareem hunt um this week as well uh that that would be the first name on the list i kind of snuck him in there on you you didn't look that high you always thought i was a bottom feeder so you didn't look that high but at 59 (laughs) at 5900 i thought he could possibly do it okay yeah good picks for sure um Pay attention to the the Dylan news, though. Um, obviously, Jamal Williams uh, was questionable. He's still questionable for quad. That uh, kind of opened up things because Aaron Jones got banged up uh, in that game uh, against the Titans. So just kind of monitor that situation and kind of how Jones practices because it could open up just just more targets and snaps in general for AJ Dillon, um, and then he could again be another you know Aaron Jones injury or ankle away. Uh, from really being the bell cow back there in that Packers offense. No, you're absolutely right. And depending on how that game script goes and how you think it may go, uh, it could get really ugly really fast there, just depending on how the Bears play and, and whether or not they pucker up themselves. Anybody else you see here? What about any of those Jets running backs? Do any of those guys look appealing to you? Because uh, I think the we're, we've seen the last of Frank Gore in a Jet uniform. Yeah, Gore left, uh, I'd say like a bruised lung, which just sounds mm-hmm. painful. Uh, I think you can look at a Michael P. Ryan. Uh, he's there at 4,100. Uh, they might want to see what he has this final game. Uh, 4,100, again, real close to the minimum salary of 4K. Uh, so you could definitely take a look at him uh, there for the Jets. Uh, who else is down here? Not really, not too much else. Yeah. I like down here at all. No, I mean, pay attention to the news. Uh, like you said, maybe take a shot at like a Darrell Williams uh, for the Chiefs if Le'Veon Bell's resting. Uh, he could be one if you see his handy is kind of running the ball a lot and tr- trying to get the game over with. Uh, you can look at him and Edo Smith at 4,300 if they continue to, to bench Gurley or not use him uh, in the last game. So those type of plays are just ones you, you kind of want to have a lookout for uh, coming here week 17, last week of the season. 
uh, just to see some guys getting some rest and them not wanting to to bang up any of their their key players uh, basically in a meaningless game. Yeah, and definitely if Tampa takes that week off next week uh, from a defensive standpoint as well, you could see an Edo Smith or even a Brian Hill really shine. All right, Pierre, build me a winning lineup if you can this early in the week. We record this show on Tuesday night uh, just to get ourselves thinking about it and getting you guys, having you guys have an opportunity to be able to marinate on this DraftKings uh, slate until Sunday. So build me a good winning lineup again this week. Absolutely. So I hope he plays, um, but I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. At the top there at 7,700. Going to pair him up. I usually want to go with Cooks, but I'm actually going to save a little money. Go down to Kiki. Uh, Kiki uh, there at 5,600 to kind of pair up with Watson. I know I spoke about it, but I do want to pay up for for Henry. Uh, So the run back there in that Texans and and Titans game, I'm going to run it back with Derrick Henry at 9,400. Also going to jam in my my coach player, uh, Jonathan Taylor, uh, 7,400. We both talked about it. The coach really need to run the ball um, in order to win that game, I feel. Um, well, they, not to win it, but just to, to kind of make sure they don't sure. turn it over and <laughs> give it away. Uh, tight end, uh, no Kelsey, so I can't play him because I don't think he's going to play. I do still want to have one of those top guys. So give me Mark Andrews uh, there in that 5,800 range going up against the 29th ranked. Uh, Bengals defense against the tight end. Going to go down to defense, try to save some money here. Give me the Jets uh, there at 2,300. Yes, sir. Going up against uh, either Cam Newton or Stedham, whoever it is. I feel like they're in a, a pretty solid matchup. So that leaves me they're about 3,900. That, that leaves you nothing, Pierre. You're down to nothing right now. What, what are you going to do I'm, now? I'm, go I'm ahead, Magic shape. Man. Go I'm ahead, Magic Man. So I, I mentioned Judy. I do like Jerry Judy this week, uh, coming off 15 targets. I uh, don't mind Locke again, so give me Judy, 4,200 at one of the receiver spots. Leaves me at 3,800. I'm actually going to go down to um, another Jet uh, just to get some more of your team in here. <laughs> 3,200, I feel, is a really cheap price tag for Brashard Perryman. Uh, again, going up against New England, who's kind of started to struggle. We just saw what Stefan Diggs. Then against that secondary that doesn't have Stephon Gilmore anymore. Perryman had a really good game against them earlier in the year for 30 points. So give me Perryman at 3,200 uh, with the Jets there, and that will leave me 4,400 for a flex. Um, so you could do a, quite a bit here. Uh, you got Malcolm Brown there. If you feel like he's going to be the the main back there with the, the Rams, you have Noah Fant uh, if you wanted to kind of pair up the Broncos as well. Uh, Mike Gusecki is going to be who I pick, though. Uh, 4,200, going to go double tight ends. I really feel like this is a big game for the Dolphins. I wish Fitz uh, Magic was starting, but uh, give me Gusecki. Again, if you don't like Gusecki, you can go like a Malcolm Brown uh, against the Cardinals there. But I'm going to go Gusecki at 4,200. So that's Deshaun Watson, Derek Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Kiki Kuti, Jerry Judy, Bashar Perriman, Mark Andrews, Mark Mike Gusecki, and uh, the Jets defense. All right, if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, who's your alternate quarterback there that I need to substitute in on Sunday? I'd probably go down to, to Tannehill in that same game. Okay, all right, all right, I could see that. And and if that, how much how much would that save us there? Let's see. Oh, that save us save a good seven hundred. <laughs> okay, so I can I can I can upgrade that Perryman if I want to or something like that. Okay, all right, very good. I'm entering that. I think I'm entering that 138 DraftKings points or something. I don't know what those little tokens mean. To be honest, I don't know what that is. I don't know. 
Okay, a crowns? Is that what that is? Crowns? Okay. Yeah, so you get, you get crowns where like entering contests, and they also give you missions on your, your homepage where if you like enter a certain amount, they give you additional crowns, and you can use those uh, obviously to get into other contests. Uh, they also can, they used to let you use, use them for like their, their shop where you can get like shirts and merchandise uh, from DK as well. Oh, I see this as I did that. I have a little bell notification, my friend. Uh-huh. So you yeah. are wanting Yeah, okay. All right. I don't this is I don't want to play DraftKings this week, Pierre. You're, you you want your money back. Okay, I see yeah, how it I just is. Gotta run it back. I mean you stole my players. The the rightful thing to do is to run it okay. back and give me a chance to redeem myself. All right. So I will uh since I'm the champion, I get to go first. Is that maybe how we set the rules up here on our head to head matchup here? If you want, just know that when you go first, I get two picks on the way back. I know that didn't help me last oh, week, but that's, that's how it works. I, I didn't know that you did that. Okay, so first, uh, boy, that is hard to do. Okay, uh, do we, uh, all right, so I will do that. And I loved your pick of Derrick Henry, so I am taking Derrick Henry, my friend, uh, with my running back position. I am sorry, but not only did you talk me into it, but I was also, beforehand, <laughs> I was choo-chooing the train. Okay, go right ahead. Yeah. You are right, your okay. next next two picks. All right, so you took Henry. Give me Jonathan Taylor, uh, 7,400, and I'm going to keep my uh, my quarterback. I'm going to keep Watson. Okay, you're going to go with Watson there. All right, uh, for the wide receiver, then I will take Devontae Adams. I'm going to have no money left. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yes, I'm having no money. Mm-hmm. Wow, so you took that. Let me I'm get Mark Andrews at tight end. I don't like tight end ever, so give me Mark Andrews at tight end. Okay, and I totally agree with your Jets pick, so I will take the Jets for the defense right there at 2300 Try to save me some dollars. I almost took them just so you couldn't do that. I, I thought <laughs> about it long and hard, but uh, I don't need a defense, so I'm not going to worry about them. Let me look at running back since you were – since you did me like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, good luck because I I'm now down here at the bottom pages of my everything is where I'm at. I'm at the well, bottom pages me, of everything. I get a little different. I'll stack uh, Watson up with uh, David Johnson. So give me David Johnson at running back for sixty eight hundred. David Johnson. Okay. Uh, all right. I gotta find some players on the cheap <laughs> right now, and I will take <laughs> I will take my James Washington pick there for Pittsburgh at 3500 to try and get my salary back up high enough to where I can <laughs> pick a quarterback at some point. Yeah, that makes sense. So I can't run it back uh, with Henry uh, since you, you kind of scooped up the Henry there. Um, so give me Corey Davis at 6200 oh, to, to run it back. I weasel. That, that was a weasel type <laughs> of pick there. That's what that was. Uh, where is... Where is so I got I got Washington. Okay, so I think that they're going to go gimmicky, 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 and I do not mind taking. Where's uh McCole Hardman at forty two hundred? That still saves me a couple of bucks there. I think against the Chargers defense. Yeah, why not? Oh mm-hmm. boy, my my I may change out those wide receivers. Be honest. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, you paid up big. Now you're paying for it. Uh, I do like Judy. Uh, give me Jerry Judy there at forty two hundred before you. Try to steal some more of my salary savers there. Yeah, okay, that's fine. As I look around here for a running back, I will let you take the next pick as well because there's plenty of people on the board here. Okay, how much salary do you have left? 
I have 5,300, actually. 5,300? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing just fine. I haven't hit the defense. I'm doing just fine. Let me go down to one of these cheaper defenses as well. I'm going to go with the Browns at 2,500 and, and pick on Mason Rudolph. Okay. And, and once again, I may change this out just a little bit along mm-hmm. the way here at the end. I don't know if I will or not, but I, man, I'll tell you who I really would love to pick is Ronald Jones. The second, we didn't talk about him as, at all, but he's just yeah. that a really explosive player, and he's at 5,900. Um, so he might be a little bit out of my price range really at this point. <laughs> uh, so I will take Kenya Drake, who is right there for me at 5,400. I'll take Kenya Drake. Okay. I got 4,700 left. I have a wide receiver and a flex spot. Um, I'm actually going to go. Ew, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm going to kind of go ahead and go with Malcolm Brown here in my flex. 4,300. Expect him to be the the show uh, for the Rams backfield. Uh, So let me get him and, and save a little bit more salary. That's a great pick. And I will take Irv Smith at tight end just because he's been lighting it up the last couple of weeks. And I don't know why they, they want love him so much, but I'll take him. <laughs> I, got 51, I got 5,100 after your Irv Smith pick um, receiver uh, to go. So I don't like Jones because I don't expect I don't expect that to happen. Uh, 51. He just had a big day. I'm going to go and go with the other Jets receiver that I spoke up, uh, Jameson Crowder here at 5K uh, to wrap up my lineup. Oh boy, that's that's you, you're you're putting a little spin on it. Uh, so I got two picks. I don't know how I got two picks left. How about this? I I will take um, at quarterback. I will take a Lamar Jackson. All right, at 40. What is that? I mean, that that's going to give me 4100 left. And that could give me a P. Ryan. Uh, it could give me a Darnell Moody. Uh, I kind of I, I want to take P. Ryan there because he did get a little bit of run last week. Mm-hmm. I almost want to take Adrian Peterson going against the Minnesota Vikings this week. <laughs> as a, and, and, yeah, it's the last game of the year. Adrian Peterson surely could find the end zone once or twice. Um, it, it, and boy, how much was AJ guy? Who is that Green Bay guy? If he ends up AJ playing, Taylor. I want to. Yeah, I want to slam him in there if that's possible as well. Um, but I, I don't. I don't think I can afford him. I don't so think you have enough for him. Now, how about if I take end up taking up one of those jet running backs and uh, P Ryan there at forty one hundred, and it depending on that situation. But that's what I'll do. How about that? Sounds right. like a plan. There's. I got three guys. I got three guys. You got to run against Lamar Jackson, and you got to go, go against Henry, and you got to go against Adams. If you can beat those three guys, you got this one. <laughs> That's pretty top heavy. You got some heavy hitters. We'll, we'll see if I can get my money back. I like the way that lineup looks. That P Ryan looks a little questionable to me, but I like the way that lineup looks, buddy. All right, yeah, good job. Good. good job, Pierre. Yours did as well. I I can't wait to listen to it on the way back because I wasn't listening to a thing as you said. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I, I heard Noted. you, but I just. <laughs> hey, enjoy the rest of your vacation uh, as you swing through uh, my neck of the woods. Feel free to honk your horn. Maybe I can hear you. But a wonderful job, and have a happy new year, if you would, Pierre, for me. Same to you. Have a happy new year to you and yours. Uh, looking forward to 2021, even if it's just 2020 with makeup on. We'll take it. Um, so thanks for having me again. Uh, I've really enjoyed myself. Enjoy the listeners and all the, the comments and reviews. So. Keep those coming, and everyone just have a happy new year for sure. 
Definitely. And you can find Pierre over on Twitter at Pee 31 Make sure you follow the show as well at FI Today with the little underscore. All the co-hosts are listed right there underneath the bio. Make sure you follow each and every one of them. You can also follow me as well at Lofinit on Twitter. And head over to Anchor FM, subscribe to the show, share the show if you can. If it happens to be on the iTunes app that you like listening to the podcast on, make sure you slap those stars, leave a review, leave a comment. But more importantly than any of those actions, everybody, make sure you go out into the world and find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. 